We'll check it out, y'all. We got what you need. We're all living in apartments, condos, vans. Well, dude, even you can have a studio. A studio in a box. Yes, we can help you with that right here at Blind Knowledge. We work on your budget, and we figure out your measurements. We'll get you the best sound for the best price. Let me know, 877-237-1143 or at blindknowledge.com. Yep. Welcome to another episode of Paranormal, the new normal. I'm your host, Jeremy, as always, here to try to bring a little normalcy to this world on this planet we call the Earth. But, I mean, does it ever happen? No, because this world's not normal and it's not going to be. And we I prefer it that way, personally, but that's me. But, of course, I brought a guest to try to help me bring some normalcy. And my guest today is Linda Deer, spirit guide author, coach, and so much more. But we're going to get into all that in a few minutes. First things first. How are you doing tonight, Linda? I'm doing great, Jeremy. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear it. And thank you for coming on the show. It's always appreciated. And the first question I ask everybody is, what got you into the spiritual paranormal world? What brought you down this path? It started from the time I was born. Actually, the first thing I remember uh, that was the most obvious, in fact, first contact. I've had two physical first contacts from my guides in my life that were where they materialized right in front of me. And the first one happened when I was 20 months old. And uh, it was when it was when my mom, my mom was cruel and uh she hated me and i really mean that uh, uh she hated me literally and, and there's i didn't even understand all this until i hit my 50s uh and all the family secrets came screaming out of the closet all right i get into that a little bit later in my in my flagship book guided that talks about all this anyway at 20 months old my mom uh the routine was my dad goes to work uh, my mom makes his breakfast, off he goes, and then she starts going after me. And it was daily beatings from my mother. And uh, this, so this one day, 20 months old, I knew what was coming, and I just figured, hey, I can't take another day of this. And I ran away. I went out to the side gate and shook it like I watched my, my German shepherd do. 
he'd hit the gate and it would pop open and he'd run away. <laughs> so I saw him do that. And I, so I shook the gate and it popped open and off I went. And they, and the police, this was in Sacramento, California, found me walking down the median of the expressway barefoot in diapers and a little baby snap on shirt. Yep. And they picked me up and they said, uh, where, where are you going little girl? And I said, I'm going to find my daddy because something's wrong with my mommy. So they, put, they put me in their squad car. I hear your dogs. <laughs> they put me in, in their squad car and um, took me to the candy store and bribed me with candy. So I would show them point out because I didn't, I'm 20 months old. I didn't know how to tell them what streets are what. And, um, and to, to, you know, to get me to tell them where I point out where I lived and I wasn't very far from home. So I pointed out how to get back to my house and uh, they showed up at the front door and my mom came the door and she acted, you know, surprised, but she kept her composure, composure pretending that they, she was glad that they brought me home. As soon as they felt assured that I was in good hands, this was the 1950s, 1954. Yeah. Um, and in those days, there was no child protective services. Family, it was a family matter. Okay. And they brought me back and here, you, here's your kid, you know. <laughs> and my mom, after she, they, they left, she drugged me inside and she beat me unconscious. I woke up on the floor in a puddle of water, which I can only imagine. She probably threw a bucket of water on me um, to revive me and uh, left the room. And when I woke up, I found myself in this puddle of water back in this world. And I was shocked that I was back here. I thought I was dead. Now, now at 20 months old, it doesn't feel like dying. It feels like escaping this hostile environment. It felt like a way out. It didn't feel like people think about dying. Like it's terrible. You know, it's nothing like that. I, uh, I thought I was free from this and I wake up back in this world and I, I, at a last ditch resort, I was paralyzed with fear. I didn't know what to do now. I mean, I was in, in total shock that I was still here. And I called out loud for someone to help me. Although I didn't know who I was asking. There was no one around. I just said, someone help me. And they showed up all around me and I'll, I'll show you a picture of what they look like. They're on the front cover of my book guided. And that's what they look like. Uh, they're actually light beings. I call them spirit guides and angels because most people don't understand what a light being really is, but that's what they look like. And I, they were in numbers all around me and all they did, they were about seven foot tall and they were, they were light just all around me and in the instant that they showed up i was completely relieved i they telepathically communicated with me about who i was and just told me all kinds of things that telepathically as a 20 month old baby really i remembered i knew i, I now I, I didn't have reason because i'm 20 months old I, I knew what felt right. And we all know that, by the way, 
when we're little, when we're brand new, we know our instincts are good. Our intuition is on. So um, they, they communicated uh, to me all kinds of things about myself. And I was not in fear anymore. And the takeaway from all that was that this world is not all there is. That was the takeaway. I was no longer paralyzed by fear. The fear of being here, the fear of my mother, the fear of what she could do to me, because I knew this world was not all there was. I remembered where I came from. They showed me all this. So with that... Knock it off your throat. I, <laughs> with, with that, uh, you know, I moved into my life. And at that point, Jeremy... My life was never the same. I wasn't completely shocked and paralyzed by fear from my mom or, or anything. I was able to, I, I just say, keep my center. Keep myself composed. Calm down. These, these guides were very calm as they looked down at me in this puddle of water. They weren't worried about me at all. And when I saw that, when I when I felt that, when I recognized that, I had no doubt that this world, it would never do me in. Okay, really nothing to be afraid, except that this was a lot of work. You, Mike Tyson, I'll use this example. Somebody did an interview of Mike Tyson and they said, what would you tell your 20 year old self if you could? And he's like, I don't know, 50 or something. He goes, three words. He said, it's going to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I'm telling you, everybody that comes into this life, you know, it's not easy to be here. No, no. It's not. Right. Exactly, Moose. Exactly, Moose. It's not easy to be here. <laughs> so that was my first physical encounter with my guides. Well, the second is, one happened. Before you go to the second I one, I, I just got to say. Yeah. That is one of the most horrific stories I've ever heard in my life. And I applaud you for being so strong, even as a 20-month-year-old, to get through it and push forward. I applaud it because it's just – I have a five, I have a almost six- and eight-year-old and a nine-year-old. And if they, had to go, if they had to go through something like that at 20 months old, I – would probably lose my mind and end up in jail for murdering somebody. Like, <laughs> like that's, that's literally what it would come down to. So I know. I no. I am very protective of children because of the, because I have children, and even before that, yeah. my mom ran daycare. I was around children my whole life. <laughs> yeah, Moose, I know, but I mean, it's just enough. It's just insane. Like that's that story is just such a heroic story, and I applaud you, but. Please tell us about your second encounter. I'm dying to hear it. The second one. Uh, now that was 1954, April of 1954 to be exact. Uh, the cops came in. So, you know, there's all kinds of documentation about this. Uh, in 1994, how interesting is that? Uh, 40 years later, I would have been four. I was 42 when the next one happened. I was 20 months old when the first one happened. And it was Christmas time, and I showed up to California. Enough I live in, live. I live in Arizona, and 
it was Christmas time. So I went to visit, you know, my daughter and, and everybody. And, uh, it, they were, everyone was in the living room, in the house, you know, in the apartment. Uh, and I had my Nikon camera in hand. It was 1994, still film days. Right. And I was taking pictures of the, of the kids and the, and the tree and everybody, and everybody. And I turn around and I just happened to be standing there. You know, everyone else was off over and over that way. And I'm standing there and out of the TV comes the guide to pro project itself into this, into the room about seven foot tall, lit the whole room up. You couldn't miss it. And I had my camera. I'm used to seeing them since I was a baby. And I caught their photograph and I said to everyone in the room, did you guys see that? And they said, like they always do, did I see what? <laughs> At that point, the conversation's over. There's no talking about it. And I thought, well, maybe I didn't see it. Of course, I knew I did. But when I got back from the trip and got the film developed, film days, there it was right on top of all the pictures, which probably... The develop people that developed the picture were looking at it, going, "Holy cow, what's this?" And and it was on top, right? Well, there it was, and I went, "Well, there it is." That's exactly what I saw. A couple of weeks later, they come to me in a dream. Well, I have these amazing dreams where they come to me all the time, and I asked them. I was lucid in the dream, and I said, "Why did you let me take your photograph this time? Since I've seen you since I was a baby." They said, you're going to write a best-selling book about your relationship with us since you were a little girl. And we appeared so the world could believe it. And that's why they're on the front cover of the book, right on the front cover. Wow. Wow. That's all I can say to that is like, wow. I mean, I, I mean, of course, doing this show, I've heard stories similar to that before, but it's just... It never ceases to amaze. It never ceases to amaze me how these beings, whether they be light or dark, want them want themselves to be known. Like that's that's the thing that drives me crazy. Is how they want themselves to be known, but yet so many are out there that don't experience anything, even if they want. To. Like, isn't that isn't that the strange thing? Like yeah, those who yeah. those who want to see don't see. Well. You know, there, there's there's a whole a lot that goes with that. Um, it's It really has everything to do, from my experience, with your intention. And when your intention is, uh, is solid, is what I, I guess I'd call it, it's well thought out, it's deliberate, it's intentional, it's 100% of your energy is with that one intention. When that happens, um, everything's possible. It doesn't matter what it is, whether you're summoning your, your spirit guides, whether you're intending to accomplish something in your life. Intention is everything. You could, uh, let's say you have an intention where you just go, oh, I just want to show off to my friends that I have spirit guides. So come, so come forth, you know, something like that. They're, they're going to know that you're jerking around, you know, that it, you're not sincere, sincere, and your intention is not, is not solid. It's not, it's not something that really you need. Okay. That's why they're there. They're here 
in this life, following us throughout the li our lifetimes to help us through it, to help us accomplish what we came here to do. Yeah, that's, I mean, that makes sense. It does. And sorry if I went off camera for a minute. I had to put the dogs back in their cages because they're being too unruly to, for me to deal with. So hopefully, hopefully they, they ate and drank, so hopefully they go to sleep. But, um, I mean, well, let me ask you this. What religion were you brought up as? Because it was the 50s, so everybody had a religion of some kind. I, I wasn't, I, that's interesting that you'd ask that. I was brought up uh, an atheist. No, no religion. I, I had no background in any religion at all. My, I asked my dad one day, day, in fact, I said, dad, do you believe in God? And he said, God helps those who helps themselves. <laughs> he said, he goes, I, I go, do you believe in religion? He goes, uh, you know, in his world, he was, by the way, he was going to be a priest up mm. in Quebec, Canada. And he was the he was going to be the hope for the family, you know. Um, and he he literally ran away from them. He ran away from the whole family, got away from all of them because he didn't want to be uh, he didn't want to identify with that. He seen that the, as far as he could see in religion, because he was Catholic, you know, brought up in a Catholic church and all. Uh, he saw it as um, uh, it, it, what is it when they when they when they say one thing and do another. Hypocrites. Oh, uh, hypocrites. Yeah, yeah, and he saw it as hypocritical. And he said to me, he goes, he goes, you will find your own way. And I was okay with that. And now everyone in school, in my school, they were almost all, you know, Catholic and stuff like that. And they used to tease me like, you know, you don't believe in God. I go, hey, I've never seen God. I don't know what, what that is. I don't know what you're talking about. It's not that I don't believe in it. I, I just, I don't. Why would I blindly believe in something when I already had the experience of that? That's that's pretty hard to compete with, you know. To me, this was real, okay? But this thing, this thing where they made where they just blindly believed in everything, you know, everything. And I was like, I never understood that. So I my whole my whole way of operating was different right from the beginning of my life as a result of that first encounter that's see that right there i love that because i mean i was brought up pure christian protestant like we believe without knowing for sure anything's out there we just believe because that's the way we're brought up for generations and right. i almost wish i grew up the way you did because i would have started i would have questioned things a lot earlier than i did and it wouldn't have just been the angsty teen trying to rebel by questioning everything he's taught type of thing like it would have been more thought out than just oh i'm gonna listen to marilyn manson and iron maiden and rebel against my parents like yeah <laughs> i understand that yeah i mean you're trying to get yourself back in any way you can be, be beyond the programming exactly and i mean unfortunately for a lot of teens i mean from the time you grew up to the time i grew up even we were forced into religions our parents forced us into and we had no choice on the matter and just i mean that's just the way it goes like and i nowadays i'm agnostic i don't like to say i'm atheist because i there's got to be something out there oh definitely a, oh whether, my god yes whether oh, it's yeah. Th i don't that's I, what, I, I don't that's, what I, that's really what i learned jeremy 
I, and how I learned it was bumping into it. The dreams I had, the encounters I had, the communication that was constantly coming through from, from these, from those from other places. I mean, you could just call it that. The guidance I got, the name of my book is guided my whole life. That's the whole point. I've always been guided. So I, that's what I would call, you know, it's, I probably have more um, spiritual understanding than most people. Because I didn't have all that influence in my early life, like what you're talking about. Exactly. You weren't blinded by the hypocrisy of, you're, you're going to believe in this no matter what. We can't prove right. it's real to you, but you're going to believe in it. Oh, and my God. You're, my you're husband gonna... grew up like that. My husband, he still battles with it. The, the programming and, and the anger that happens from that being pushed on onto you. Yeah. That's where the rebellion kicks in. And you know, I, I'll tell you what I did, Jeremy. I wrote the companion journal to Guided. This is the companion journal. This is how people, I walked them back through their life to, to solve what you what you explained, to, to heal what happened to them in their early life. That's why I wrote this. I teach people how to use this. This is a journal that that takes them on this guided journey in fact on my website the feature uh project on my website is called guided journey and it took me eight years to build this i just finished it last year and it's free to everyone this is an amazing project when i was done with it i consulted with my guides and i said well what should we charge for this eight years i mean that took eight years of my life they said they said, we want it to be free, free to everyone. People are going to need this information in the coming years. And it's free to everyone. So it's called The Guided Journey. It's right there on every, up, every, at the top of every one of my pages and posts on my website. You just click it. It takes you right to The Guided Journey where there's a toggle. Your professional life and all these options and your personal life and all these options. And it's really spiritual solutions for mental wellness which i i agree with your guides the world does need that nowadays because this world is getting harder and harder to live in by the day totally i mean the, oh the, the amount of the amount of shootings we've had this year already is just unbelievably harsh and that's just one small part of this reality and that's not even like the financial struggle and everything else i mean i personally that's my struggle is financially but I mean, luckily the government has helped me a little bit with that. But still, it's just—I don't know. I mean, I—I've uh, had people on the show tell me that the next couple of years things are going to change in this world dramatically, and it might be for the worse, it might be for the better. Who knows? I mean, they can't tell. Their guides, their their guides, their spirits, whatever they talk, whoever they are talking to, can't tell them definitively what's going to happen. Of course, and. Because nobody can. I mean, it's just what's gonna we're gonna we're gonna inflict our own doom, I believe. But so yeah, I mean, it's just a horrible time to be alive. I always said I wish I was born in the fifties. I mean, at least then I could have a full life and my kids could be grown by the time something bad happened. But it's and, and just, it still hurts your it still hurts your heart, though. You know, oh, sure. I mean, we, you know, once you get older, what happens is you realize that we're not here just for our families. 
we're really here to help humanity. We really are. That's part of the reason why I started the show is because I want humanity to see there are, there's more to life than what we see. And that's what this show is about is embracing the people who can see other parts of it, of other parts of other parts of our reality through assistance or through themselves or any means they can. I will bring anyone on this show who can see a different side of reality than what I see. And that's the important thing. But let me ask you this. Cause I, like I said, like I told you pre your show, I have been looking at your website for here and there for a few days and you help people with dreams. So what is, what is the significance of dreams? Cause oh. I personally, I personally don't dream. I mean, blame it on the marijuana, blame it on what you want to blame it on, but I don't dream. Like it's just, yeah, you, I, you, you do dream Jeremy. Um, you're just not, you're not remembering your dreams. It's, it's, that's all there is to it. Okay. But actually guided starts out the first chapter in guided. There's 28 chapters in guided. The first one starts out with the merry-go-round dream. And it's a prophetic dream about the world we find ourselves in now. It's this one dream I had for the first 35 years of my life. I couldn't stop it. I couldn't change it. And, and I had it every single night and many times, multiple times per night. That's over 30,000 times in my life. Now, that is a huge message. It's called the merry-go-round dream. And on this dream, in this dream, I'm on a merry-go-round at the top of a, of a cathedral where there, it's a dome ceiling at the top with the Renaissance paintings all over the inside of the dome. And I'm on a merry-go-round with everyone I know in the whole wide world. Now, I'm about seven years old in the dream, but I'm, I have had this dream throughout, uh, throughout my childhood and up to, to 35 years old. And I'll tell you what stopped it in a minute. Um, I'm on this merry-go-round and I'm holding on. And, and I'm so happy. Everyone's on the on the merry-go-round with me. And I'm so happy they're all with me. And I could, I love how this is playing out until the merry-go-round starts to speed up. Look at how the world is speeding up. And I'm going, I love this. And then I'm holding on with one hand, not two, you know, riding on my horse on the merry-go-round. Now I'm holding on with one hand because it's speeding up and I'm laying back just going, yes, I'm. it's the most fun ever until I look around and I see everybody getting scared, giving up and letting go. And when they let go, they hit the sidewalls of the dome and blood splatters everywhere as they scream to their death. I'm like, oh my God, what? went wrong wow i mean and you had that dream for 30 something 35 years 35 what, years what's okay. that right there i mean that I would mean, make me that would make me an insomniac <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't want to go to sleep <laughs> that's what i did i i would set the alarm that's exactly what i did i set the alarm to wake me up so i i dreaded having that it, i loved it to begin with because what a great experience until these people started interpreting it wrong that's all I could say in the dream. It didn't make sense why they did this. And I would set the alarm at like every hour to wake me up so I wouldn't have it again. Or I would try to change it. I'd think to myself, change this part. If I have it again, I don't want to see that. It never 
it would never change. It would never stop. The alarm clock didn't matter. Okay, so here's what happened. When I was 35 years old, I started taking dream classes. Hello? You know, like, hello, Linda, you're getting it now. <laughs> and I started taking, and the dream never ha happened again. I'm 70. That's half my life ago that I stopped having that dream. Which, just out of curiosity, does that, does that kind of coincide with when you saw your guides for the second time? Uh, my, 35, my no, I was 42 when I saw them the second time, when they materialized yeah. in front of me. Okay, I've seen them in my dreams, but not uh, when they materialize, that's a different thing, okay? Um, that's a pretty strong message. <laughs> so anyway, when I what happened, I stopped having that dream because I was then, you almost had it, Jeremy, I was then on my path. Mm -hmm. The reason I came here, what I'm here to do. Okay. They told me in 1994, I would, I was going to write this book. I didn't know what the book was going to be. They didn't tell me. They just told me what I told you. It's going to be about my relationship with them since I was a little girl. Okay. And, and that's what it was going to be about, but I didn't know what it was. 20 years later. Okay. 18 years later, I started writing guided. I didn't even know it was the book. I sat down at my computer and I just started writing about my life. And I didn't know, I never wrote about my life before. I never wrote a book before. I never did any of that. I just sat there. And again, that's how guidance works. You feel kind of like a pawn in a game. Okay. You just move into position, you feel it and you go that way. All right. And I sat down and I just started writing about my life. And when there's 28 chapters in Guided, the first chapter is a merry-go-round dream. And I started writing about my life. And when I got to chapter nine, I went, oh my God, this is the book. I had a project with my husband that I had to put the book on the side and go help him with this project. So when I had to do that, when I hit chapter nine and I had to, I, you had to pull, put the book on the back shelf. I said, I, 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 this thing. I mean, I don't know exactly what these chapters are going to be, but I totally know that this is, this is, I'm supposed to write this, the book. It was, a, it was the most, I can't describe what a relief it felt to felt, to feel that because I didn't go out looking for it. I mean, I took 18 years to sit down and start writing it. I didn't think about it. You know, people tell you when you write a book, oh, you know, you got to, you got to go read these books. You got to take these courses. You got to, you got to learn how to, you know, how to, how to pull your voice out and how to, how to say, tell your story. And you got to, I didn't do any of that. The, the guides don't want you to interrupt what the flow is, the guidance, just step into it. When you hear, I'll, I'll use this example. When you were a little kid, let's say two or three years old, you did things, you never thought them through. They showed up and you decided to go that way or not. It's the same exact thing in our adult life. If only we can remember what that felt like. I mean, if you ask my wife, I still do that. But um, <laughs> that's a good thing. Uh, I mean, where, where you follow your you follow your heart, Jeremy. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, I, I do. I mean, I. 
the job I used to have, not the job I have now, because I can't do it now, but the job I used to have, I made my own hours kind of. So I used to take early days all the time for this podcast because I wanted to, I want, I want this to grow. I want, I, my dream is to one day be a podcaster and not have to worry about and make enough off it to survive and not have to worry about working a nine to five job. And I mean, is it going to happen in the next 10 years? <laughs> Unlikely, but maybe, I don't know. It's possible, but I mean, that's if, my if dream. It's meant, and... If it's meant, here's what it is. If it's meant to happen, it will. And I know that sounds, that sounds like way too surface, way too surface. But that is as true as it gets. It's actually not surface because I've had mediums and psychics on the show before tell me that. Yeah, most I know. But the, the, the psychics and mediums I had in the service before, like on the show before, have told me like, you're meant to do it. Like this podcast is your purpose in life and you will succeed if you keep at it. And the numbers don't lie. It's heading that way. But I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a while. And personally, I mean... Of course, I got a family to support, so I need to work a nine to five until that happens. But, right. and also, I've also, I mean, I don't know. It's just my I, I, I listen to my heart, I listen to my gut, and that's why I go by. And my gut tells me that I'm doing the right thing by doing this show. I mean, 110 episodes released so far, 111, and 130 to 150 recorded at this point. Like, it's just. And I, I might be getting on a radio station very soon, like with this podcast. And I great, great things are great. going, things are things are going in the right direction. But it's just, I don't know. I mean, I've been told, I've been told by multiple people it's the right thing to do. And when I lost my job back in February, I even had spirits and, and mediums. I mean, spirits, <laughs> mediums and psychics. I know tell me like, this is the time to focus on your podcast and start monetizing it. And I'm like, I kind of want to get. I mean, my gut said no, it's not the time yet. So I kind of just said like i don't think it's there yet i don't like i can't monetize this podcast at this point to make anything out of it like and i try are you still figure are you still figuring it out the podcast or my life <laughs> uh well they kind of go to they're kind of synonymous but um i'd say the podcast since that's the focus of our of what we're talking well, about right now but it's it's funny it's funny you say that because i mean i've been focusing on the paranormal now for a long time and well for a year and i've been actually contemplating lately making one because i released twice weekly and i've been contemplating making uh, my midweek release something i'm gonna call normal segments where it's just life coaches uh doctors anybody anybody with a story to tell who's just not paranormal basically and because i I, I mean, I feel like I'm running out of people to talk to in the paranormal. I know I'm not, but I feel like I am because it's just less and less people coming out well, there. Well, here's, saying... here's a here's a suggestion because I, you know, I coach people and I train people on how to do this, how to how to make this connection with their guides, and I mean it works. Um, one one avenue you might want to go in is nurses. Nurses have seen so many things you wouldn't believe it. And they don't talk about it because they're in a kind of an academic world, you know, where they it's really not okay to talk about stuff like that. Not not a lot. <laughs> I mean, you'll hear them talk about it some, but they don't talk about it a lot. But they see so many uh, evident situations where people have had, and and where they where they're crossing over, 
and uh, where they see, they tell them things that they they're seeing that they're experiencing. And you know, Jeremy, really, one of the things that people are the most terrified of in this world is dying. What happens when they die? They were so worried about it. And I can only tell you after I've had several experiences on the other side where, especially in my dreams, getting back to dreams, where I've, I've had them, the got my guides work with me night after night, after night, after night in my dreams. And they pick up where they left off the night before to keep the lessons going, to keep me, to keep elevating my understanding of what's going on. And there was one time I was learning about lucid dreaming from, from my dream class. And I'm in a dream and I'm lucid and I know, I know I'm in the dream. And I tell all my guides, I go, Hey, I, I'm, I'm lucid in this dream. I can do anything I want. Cause that's what the teacher was explaining to us. When you're in a lucid dream, you can ask anything and get, get the answer, the absolute correct answer. And you can, um, in a dream, you can, uh, do anything. There, everything's possible in a lucid dream. And they said, and I said, now I can do anything I want. And they're watching me. They're like looking at me. And they said, Linda, it's time for you to go now. And I said, no, I'm not going back. I can do anything I want. I'm not returning. I don't want to go back there. I was probably, I'm going to say 37 when that happened. And of course, what a, what a crack up. I thought I had that power. Before I knew it, bam, I'm right back in, in my earth life, right? I, I went, oh my God. God, I i mean, it happened instantly, kind of looked at me like with a smile, <laughs> like you have no power over this. You go back. You're not finished yet. And I'm like, oh, God, I found myself. Happy. This is what happened when I got back. I am not a depressed person. I don't experience depression in my life. The Same. first time I ever experienced it happened then. When I got, when I found myself back in this world and they, they, they kind of just looked at me and boom, I was back. Um, I went into a depression for two months. It was terrible. I, I, I understand what people feel like when they are depressed. I mean, I had no desire to be here at all. I, I can't describe just how horrible it felt. And, and then I guess over the couple of months, I kind of, reacclimated to being here like i had to be okay with all this and still be here and i i let that memory that feeling that moment that i had that i i felt so good on the other side that i i i got more back into this world again so i that wasn't on the forefront of my mind so my my reason for bringing this up is it is so good on the other side Oh my God. And this life is just a flash. When we get on the other side, boom, you know, your awareness is our awareness right now, the way we are is probably 2% of what it is when we're not stuck in a physical body. Okay. We are totally aware. We are, we expand. It's just, it's trust me. It's nothing to be afraid of. It's fabulous. So oh, I believe you. I, be, I believe you, and I mean, oh, I mean, the human brain only uses probably, if we're lucky, two percent of its full capacity compared to what we. But there's a reason for that. I mean, I fully believe there's a reason for that. And there's a. I'll tell you what the reason is. You would physically explode 
if you brought all the energy that you are into this body. It couldn't handle it. When, when the guides came to me in 1994, they, here's how they explained to me how they were able to bring themselves into this world, materialize, so I could take their photograph. And as soon as I took their photograph, they dissipated. Okay. The way they explained it to me is in 1994, TVs had picture tubes that required high amounts of voltage. Yep. And my guides told me what they did is they harnessed the voltage in the chassis of the TV to project themselves into our dimension so they could be seen. That's how they did it. Interesting. And, and they yeah, said it was, it was hard to do. They said it takes a great deal of their energy to even do that. Makes sense. I mean, I I was alive in the 90s, so I remember those TVs. I we even had we, we <laughs> they even got real them. hot. They were big. We, we even had them when I was a kid where you had to go up and actually physically change the channel on the TV instead of having a remote. But <laughs> I mean, so I, I know those TVs you're talking about, and yeah, it's very yeah. true in the 90s. And so let me ask you this though. What do you think about reincarnation? Oh, it's for sure. I've, I've had many lifetimes come to me. Many. I had a I had one past life regression done in 1987, 88. And I mean, when when I went under, she was just learning how to do it. It was it was my dream teacher. And I mean, I had like five lifetimes just go bam 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 just come right through absolutely no resistance to it it took me the whole next day just to write in my journal about those lifetimes so i would i would i would have that information while it was still fresh in my head i could write it all out it was it tied into my life so well it cleared so many things up for me which i mean Wow. I mean, past life regression is amazing. I was, I've had a couple of regressionists on here and they have amazing stories to tell. I've yet to have one who said that they regressed someone who was King Arthur, which I'm waiting for. But other than that, like I, I was supposed to have one done by one of my guests a long time ago, but she got, had some family emergency and she had to back out of it like a couple of weeks before. And I never got back to her. And I just, I feel horrible because I didn't, because I, I want it done. I want, I mean, I feel like if we know our past lives, we know what this life is supposed to be. Well, we have, here's, here's what it did for me. It's not that I knew what this life was supposed to be. It did not answer that question. I knew what my life was about anyway, so that I didn't need that answer. But for me, it was about uh, why I knew some things. Why I felt the way I did deeply. It, it made sense to me why certain things, even a dog I had I, that I knew I had a connection to from some other place explained the whole thing. So I, it just answered a lot of that where it, it just cleared up a lot of things like that, where uh, how I felt about what was going on inside me started to really clear up. Oh, I mean, made it. Well, so maybe you don't know your current life based on that, but I mean, if you could, maybe it'll give you some clues, though. I mean, that's that's what I'm hoping at least. I mean, because I'm actually working with a former guest now, Jassy Jackson, who will be coming out in June at some point for anybody watching this video and replay. 
But I mean, she is working with me to actually figure out my true purpose in life, and she's doing it for free, which compared to what she normally charges is a big difference. And I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna advertise for her, of course, because she's helping me. But she's helping me try to figure out my true purpose in life, and it makes and maybe- sense of your life. It, it makes what happens when you visit those previous lifetimes. You it makes sense of the life you have now. You understand why you always thought that the way the way that you always you believe this to be true. It's not something that was stuck in your head. It's something you actually lived in another life. Okay, like me, I always felt people would say to me, they still do. They say, Linda, you're petite. I have never felt petite. I always felt big. <laughs> and that comes from previous lifetimes. It showed up in my life, in my regression. And I understood why I always felt big, although I'm not big in this, and I'm not physically big in this lifetime. Which that's ironic you say that because I've always been a big guy. Like I've, I was 400 pounds for a long time. And, but I've always looked at myself, like looked down at myself, and I always felt like I was slim like i always i mean not well maybe, maybe not slim but i always felt like i was a lot less heavy than i was and i mean i never tried to do anything stupid because of it that like a slim person could do what i couldn't but i mean still like i always felt like i was smaller than i am and that's why i never took my weight as a serious issue until i was in my 30s because that's just interesting like it, yeah and like it's just it's the synchronicity of that right there that you feel like it was the opposite and i was like huh like that kind of makes sense because that's interesting like, people, my whole life, like doctors and my parents would tell me, like, you're chubby, you're fat, you need to lose weight. And I'd be like, no, I'm not. And I'm like, I, I, like, I would never say it out loud, but like in my head, I'd be like, I'm not, though. I look down and I look the same every day of my life, whether I'm 200 pounds or 400 pounds, I look the same to me. Yeah. So, I that, mean, that's a bleed. That's a bleed through. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. That's, that's a whole thing I never thought of before. And it just blew my mind to some degree. And, Wow. Wow. But, but, um, let's talk about your coaching a little bit. Cause I'm kind of curious about it. Cause I, I have friends who are, who do mental health podcasts and they also are starting their careers as life coaches. Shout out to Harvey Laguerre. But I, so who do you typically coach? Like, is it just anybody or do you, everybody, or is it I get, I everybody? get people, I get wealthy people get people that can only afford 20 minutes with me. And it doesn't matter, doesn't matter any way that they, that they are attracted to me. And the attraction is that I don't do readings. The readings is, are, is to me, readings is nonsense. All right. Uh, because you, you're going to, once you get to know who you are, you can read for yourself. Okay. So my, the way I go about it and my, my the heart of this project is getting people to understand and remember who they are. The trauma in this world and the fear has absolutely debilitated people. It really has. And I bring them back to a place when we do these, when I do the coaching session, when I say we do these, I mean that when I use the word we, I mean, I don't, my life is a co-creation with my guides. So when I get in a coaching session with, with uh, a person or a group, it's a conversation that comes through from the guides. Conversation. Inter- interesting. I'll, I'll expl- I mean, completely. Well, that kind of leads me to a question I kind of ha- I kind of had years. actually. 
But I, and I right here. I'm, I'm it, sorry. You, you keep oh there. Oh, all right. Universal right there. It's called channels. I say. Or this Universal. is what I use to bring the guides through. And when I use this, they asked me. You can't see it when because my camera's not. I had I moved my camera forward, so you can't see me doing it. But it it moves around, okay. And when I do this, they come through the guides, and they speak directly to you. And it's a conversation that we have. So let me have them say something to you. Oh, I I love this part of the show. So please, you want to do that? Okay. Oh, gladly. Okay, so Jeremy, your spirit guides and angels are here with us now. And they have been with us throughout the entire show. And I always go into this breathing before we start. And here they go. And I don't know what they're going to tell you, but they do. We understand your way of living. You will be doing way more shows. Do you mean podcasts? Yes. V-E very soon. You M A make a a big on your technology. Okay, are you doing something with your technology that's you're up in the game? I mean, I thought about are buying a new laptop. I thought about buying a new laptop to try to like make the camera better and all that, but I mean, other than that, not I mean, okay, let him other yeah. We see you changing your 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 camera. Okay. Uh what you envision is is close. But you do not need a new computer you need a new camera hmm. they come through like this all the time where they give you they give people business advice about what to do now you know what to let go of what to start up what the, the all the time in fact me when i ask them questions about okay let me do it right here on live on, on camera okay what's my next move in my business we will be your next upgrade you are moving in a way uh a a w a way P-O-P-U-A, a popular venue that will change everything. Okay. I'm good with that. I've been doing some upgrades here. 
uh, quite a few upgrades, as a matter of fact. And I sometimes wonder, God, all this work and money and, you know, all this extra work besides my 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 work. God, you guys cut it out. You know, I think to myself sometimes, but then if I continue to stay with it and I'm diligent about following through on the work and where they're pointing me to go, you can't see it when you're in it, Jeremy. But you can when you're on the outside of it. You get all the work done. It's all done. And where they pointed you to go, you got it all done. And then all of a sudden, the orders come in and the invites come in and you meet new people. And it, it just all starts to pour in. And I think to myself when those times happen, it's a good thing I followed the guidance or I would be buried right now. That's how it works. Interesting. Oh, leaves me. Uh, I mean, I don't know if they would answer this, but is there a genre of podcast they're talking about particularly like I, that? Cause I've had ideas. That's just. Okay. I've been so, hesitant. so you're still open. Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Are you still open about about what your podcast will ultimately be? Whether it be this one or other ones, yes. Okay, there we go. So you're open. You're open. I'm asking you that for a reason. You have to answer me, yes or no. Yes, yes, yes. W, with your consent. Okay, no wonder I asked you that. We will wake up the viewers with a with a powerful question each and every episode. When we do this. Okay. When we do this, did you hear that? I got to stop this for a minute. We do this. You're, you're doing this with your guides, just like I'm doing this with my guides, except you may be taking all the credit for it. You have to stop doing that. My guides don't communicate with me though. Okay. Like but any... hold on. Or the blame for it. Okay. You'll understand this later, but you're, 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 you think you're in this all alone. Hmm. You don't hear your guides, but that doesn't mean that they're not helping you and you're moving through all this with the help of your guides. That doesn't mean that's not happening. Interesting. Hold on. I can feel when they want to start talking again. We are your best partners. You will you will even think you were the one. We we think that's <laughs> we think that's funny. Okay, so after a while, <laughs> you know what you should do? You should get guided. You should get and get on the guided journey. The guided journey is free. You don't have to pay for anything. Guided right here, the book. It's the the it's the, the, the lights kind of blinding it out there. That I can see, you can see it a little bit better right there. Yeah. But 
it's not a small book. This is not small. Okay. It's about 400 pages, but you can get the audio book. The audio book outsells them all. And um, I've got it in hardcover, paperback, Kindle, hard uh, audiobook. And it's a nine and a half hour book. But I'm telling you, by the time you're done listening to it, to the book, read the reviews first on Amazon. There's 293 reviews on it now. <clears throat> read the reviews and you'll see what th these people didn't just write little, oh, I couldn't put it down. No, they wrote reviews. Okay. This book changes lives. It's changed. It, it has literally changed people's lives. So what it does is it wakes you up to what, what's been going on. Ever since you were a little kid, what's been going on? You start to remember it. It's, it's, it's funny. It really is. I mean, because like, a lot of times I do these shows. A lot of times I do these shows with psychics and mediums, and all people in that genre, almost. I'll say, and I get this feeling like I get very cold, and I feel like there's something around me. I don't know what it is. I've been told it's different. I've, I've been told it's different. I've been told. I've been told it's different relatives, and that. Like I feel like my dogs go crazy that, that there is something besides me and they're seeing and they're seeing it and that's why they're going crazy. But personally, I, I, that's kind of why. I well, feel like I'll, I'll tell you what, Jeremy. If if you get if, if you get on the guided journey on my website, guided journey at the top of every page, post, you click on it and you go there and you start picking out which ones resonate with you. Okay, because it's a self-directed counseling service. This guided journey of spiritual awakenings and unexpected psychology. It just wakes you up. And what it is at the very top, it gives you the introduction into what the top, what the, what the uh, insights about. And then there's a video where I'm talking about explaining this insight to people. And then below that is the guidance that came through all the italics within the post is from the guides. It's what I channeled from the guides doing this okay and then they give you the call to action at the end and then at the very bottom i put in how it works in your life how i lived it how why how i know how this works in your life when you do this the programming that you have still you know from your early childhood really it comes from when we were so young the programming starts to let go because you're getting answers to questions that never got answered when you were a little kid. I'm telling you, it, it, it's, it's totally, the guided journey has over 32,000 shares. I'll have to check it out. I'll have to check it, check it out. I, know, yeah. I mean, my website is lindadeer.com. That's L-I-N-D-A-D-E-I-R.com. And you guys, anybody who's watching this can go there and see all this. Yes. I and of course, that, that... What, Moose? Is there something around me like that you're seeing that I'm not? Like, God. <laughs> I don't get it. But yes, and of course, that link will be posted in the podcast description as well for this episode. When I draw some podcast forms, people can go right to it. Because I... I'm gonna check it out because I, I'm curious now. 
And I swear to God, I in am, everyone in in every one of the videos, you'll see me using this, talking to the guides. You'll see me using this. You'll see me in action. And by the way, this is something. This ask the Universal Channel. I'll tell you the quick story about this. I developed this. This is my product. Oh, nice. This is my product. It. it I developed this. They came to me at Christmas time of 1988. The, the whole story is on channeledreadings.com. That's my other website, channeledreadings.com. Asktheuniversalchannel.com, whatever one you want to use to get there. And they came to me. I, I was had my dream teacher. And in 1988, she invited me over to her house uh, at Christmas time. And I didn't know why. I wasn't real chummy with her. I really didn't like her too much, but she was a great teacher, okay? And she had me over, uh, and I didn't know why. And after we were done eating, she grabs a, a pad of paper out and it throws a pencil at me, pen at me. And she goes, and grab and have the Ouija board, okay? And said, just start writing. And so I, they started channeling the guides. And they, the guides came through and asked me after they said many things that were going to happen over the course of the next year, including me moving from California. Uh, but they asked me, they said, we need you to help us create a talking board that does not cause fear and caution. We need this new talking board to be clean of any concepts of, you know, good or bad or any concepts at all. And they said, we're going to come to you in your dreams and we're going to show you what this needs to look like. Now, my background is I'm an architect, a home builder, a land developer, a real estate broker, uh, you know, a, 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 a general contractor, a subcontractor. I mean, I had all these abilities to do things, to make things happen. And and as an architect, I was able to, to actually draw. This is hand drawn. This is not from a computer. This is hand-drawn, okay? And that was in 1988, and I and they asked me if I was in. And I said, after a lifetime of you helping me and guiding me, absolutely, I'm in. Okay, so by August of 1988, eight months later, I had, I had it all de designed, done, and manufactured, and ready to ship. And that was the beginning. In fact, that was 1989. We're 2023 right now. This is 34 years since this has been in existence. And that's more synchronicity there because I was born in 88. Is that right? Yeah, I was born in May of 88. Wow. wow. What month? May. May. So this is, this is 34 years now since I developed it. I have it on the website, on the channeledreadings.com website, in three different versions. I've got, this is the official version, this one, and I've got the printable version, which is exactly the same size and scale as this one. You just print it on your printer, along with the, with the speller, or you can use your own pendulum. It's designed, this is designed to be optimized. This was optimized for use with a pendulum. 
another feature the guides insisted on in 1980, 89, when they first started coming to me in my dreams, showing me what this was going to look like, the way they wanted me to draw it. And um, so it's a, and it's so it's available in the official version, the, the one you can print on your computer, and the online digital version, where you use your mouse, and and it and the and the talking boards on on the screen, and you just it's a different eye hand coordination. Not everyone can do it, but I love it. I I, I think it's great. It works for me. And then and then the pendulum is just you drop it in the center and you just let it start moving to the different letters. But to me, I can do this. But this moves a lot faster for me. In fact, I really don't even need it. I it, the communication comes right through. I call this the training wheels to learning how to how to bring this guidance through. Interesting. And that's all available on your website as well, I believe. I'm, I'm uh, you're gonna you're gonna find yeah. If you go to about the nav bar about, you go down and you'll see ask the universal channel. Just click on it. It'll take you right there. Well, you hear that, listeners, and check it out. It might help you in the long run. And before we wrap it up, though, if you don't mind, I uh, two two quick questions for the guides, if you don't mind, and. Okay. The first one is, are my guides with me right now? Because I feel like I'm freezing right now. Like, I feel like something's right beside me and I can't see it. Whether okay. it be Here they go. spirit or guide. And, but... and, okay. And why does he feel this cold feeling? Go ahead. We are, we are always with you. The visit you in your in your dreams, even if you don't remember them, okay? We understand why you do what you do value you more than you value yourself. You must you must walk with us when you when you unfold the when you unfold the u n a n the, the unanswered questions you have Visit us at at the time you at, that you think we could be there. A W O a wonderful way to tap into the SUB, the subtle energy that walks with you everywhere. 
Okay, I'm going to ask them why you have these cold feelings. You think it's un i n v uninvited energy but you are mis misinformed we are your guides and you are our work that is our job so what about these cold feelings he now they're talking to me he will understand what that is when he begins to clear his his program clear your program huh clear your program that can have and, a lot of things <laughs> that that's up here clear, clear clear your old thinking your program the, the things that okay let's let's take for example uh, movies that that you've seen hollywood puts things out there that are scary you know they, they want it you know don't touch that don't go near them uh, it's all the programming and stuff and the only reason they've done that is to keep you under control you know if, if you find out what your real power is uh they're gonna lose control of you okay so that that's that's the first thing now when you get on the guided journey you're gonna you're gonna run into all kinds of their their input about this get on the guided journey start there <laughs> gonna have to because i mean you're gonna love it you're, jeremy you're gonna love it everyone who does it they are hooked it's it's fun this is not work this this lines right up with your playtime, and i don't mean it to sound uh insignificant because it's certainly not that but it lines up with your natural curiosity and your natural things that, that you've always wondered about that you can't seem to get your answers for that's what you're going to find interesting and this could it could be it could lead to a whole new road honestly and that's what interests me the most is it's it's been like my life's been at like a crossroads for a long time and it could lead me down a new road that a lot of people have felt like that jeremy you are not alone uh, and the last and the final question i had for them because i said i said i had two but um, the final question I had was, is podcasting the right journey? Is it the road I'm supposed to be taking? Okay. The way I perceive that, the first thing that comes through from them is there is no one thing. There's no one thing. Okay. So rephrase the question. Am I missing a road? Am I am I missing the turn for a road in life right now? Am I, or am I going down the road I'm supposed to be going on? Okay, are you on the path, on your path? Yeah, there you go. Here we go. You. you are 
very close. We will guide you. You must. You and you must understand what what the difference is. Okay, I know what they're going to say, so I'm just going to say it to you. What what they're saying, they're going, what they're intending to tell you, is that you're not used to what the difference is between you and guidance coming through. Okay, you think everything you're doing is you. I I said this earlier, didn't I? I said, said something about that. Okay, there's the guides. They're right here. These are your guides, right by your side. And then there's you. You got to remember that you're not in this alone. You you get direct information and guidance from your guides. And when you feel that, you, you feel so good. It's like, oh my God, I finally got the answer to that. I've been waiting for that for so long. I can't believe it just came through. It didn't come from you. It came through you. And the next part of this is write it down in part three. Write down. Part three is write down. And I can't really see it here because it's blinding out the pages. But my guided journey, just go to my website and, and go to a, about or go to a shop and go to books and then drop down and go to my guided journey and just read about what's there. Okay. And it, it's about keeping track of your of, of what's coming through. You're learning to become conscious of the guidance when it comes through. So you quit taking the credit for it or the blame. Either way, you got to remember, you got to you got to connect with what's coming from you versus what's coming through you from your guides. It's the first thing. It's called discernment. Interesting. And all right, so very important, so important. And it's the first step. It's like once you start to learn the difference, at the same time while you're learning the difference, you're going to be learning something about you that is so different than the way you perceived yourself previously. And wow. <laughs> once again, the answers that guides, spirits, whatever they want to be called, gives me leaves me more dumbfounded and trying to look for answers than they the, the answer they give. Okay, that happens in the beginning because you know what? Throughout your when you were just a little guy, all the answers that you needed, mom, dad, what about this? What about you were you were just driving them crazy. They didn't even know the answers, okay? They didn't get the answers. They didn't know they had help. They didn't know, you know. So you really have to start, you've got to be the one that 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 breaks the chain of ignorance. Really? In your whole lineage, you, but you're already different, Jeremy. You're already out of the box, different, and that's good. That's a fabulous first step. You're already there. You just need to learn how to harness it now. Yeah, and that's 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 the difficult part is learning how to harness it. Because no, it's not difficult. It's it's consistency. You get the guided journey. It's ten dollars on my website. You can just download it. And have as many, download it as many times as you need to and keep this thing going. In part three, start in part three. I always tell everybody to start 
in part three. When you read the first part of, of the of the of what's what's included, you'll find all the videos on my website where I taught I walk you right through it for free. Interesting. Well, unfortunately, that does wrap up our show for today. I <laughs> I, I could honestly ask the guys a thousand more questions, but it's just I have I to know. learn. I have to learn to open my own guides. That's the that's the bottom line here. Is I have to learn to open my own guides and that's right. Listen to what they tell me to do. But before we and go, remember though, that you always uh, one last caveat here. One, you always have free will. This is your life you're living. Even if they give you, when they asked me to help to create this talking board, a talking board that did not cause fear and caution back in 1988, and I was in. I mean, why would I refuse them? I would never do that. And they asked me to do that. I could have said, no, I don't feel like doing it right now. And they still, it wouldn't mean that they'd leave me. It's just that on my journey through this life, I wouldn't get the full flavor of, of everything that I have to offer, me and my guides, had I not performed on this. It's just one step in the journey. Then came guided. Then came my guided journey. And I've got three other books and the project and the website and the other website, channeled readings and everything. Oh my God. Well, before we it's wrap up though, it's a journey and I'm going to have to start taking it, I guess. But that's it, Jeremy, becoming conscious of what's going on, having mastery over your life. Which I, I always thought I did have to some degree, but apparently I fully don't yet. You're getting I, I, closer. You're, you know, Jeremy, I got to tell you something. You've done the hardest part. Curiosity sparked. <laughs> the, fir the first part is the hardest part. And what you've is done that? The first, you've done the first part. You're out <clears throat> in the open. You're doing this work. You're letting your curiosity drive you. That's the hardest part. You know why? Because most people are too concerned about what someone else is going to think about them. Well, that's 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 never been me. I've never cared what the other what other what other sheep think. I've always been the wolf that wanted to take the lead and figure out his own path in life. But well, that's the hardest part for most people, Jeremy. Well, I mean that's that's been me since I was a preteen. So there we go. I, I don't underestimate it. Don't don't I underestimate know. it, but don't cut it short. And this is the only part you ever have. Well, to the guides, I am truly curious about what this what what you mean by when you say more show. I'll be doing more shows soon, but I look forward to what that brings. And I I'm always out there trying to get on more shows and trying to I always have ideas for new shows and I always try to push them so everybody I'm sorry everybody always always at the end of any session I do or whatever they kind of think about it like what you're thinking about the way that you're thinking about it my advice to you is to watch yourself again I will you need will. to you need to you need to hear it again what they said to you the whole thing. I will watch it again. I I have to edit this anyway, so I definitely will be watching and listening to it again. And yeah. 
Wow. <laughs> freezing right now. Literally freezing right now. Like Isn't that something? Like... Yep. That's okay. That's okay. You know what happens to me? I get hot. I have I have the temperature at 71 degrees in here because I'm warm. And a fan work with the guides, the heat, I just get really, really warm. I I kind of wish it went that way instead of the cold way, but you I could, mean either way. Be open, be open to things changing for you. I mean, I am. I mean, my life, my life just went through a tremendous change. I was working at home. I was home twenty four seven basically, and now I'm back out in the work world, working in the office from nine to five thirty, nine to five, whatever you want to call it. But right. I mean, so I mean, change. I, I accept change with. I roll with it. I roll with it basically. That's the best way to put it. I roll with change. Like I don't I don't fight it. Like I I That's didn't good. only look for I didn't only look for jobs that wanted to keep me at home. Like I looked for jobs that got me out in the world as well because I felt like there are people I need to meet. People I need to talk to that are gonna affect my life in the future. And whether it's the people I call every day trying to make sales with or whatnot, all I need is that. All I need that one, and they could make my life dramatically different financially, and that could make my life dramatically different every other way. So, I mean, it's a it's a world of possibilities out there, people, and that's the bottom line of this whole episode is it's a world of possibilities, and go with your gut. Go with what you think something is pushing you towards. Go with and do it. And document your tracks. Document what's going on with you. Believe it or not, it, until you – this book is called uh, My Guided Journey a self, of Self-Discovery and Personal Transformation. And the part I want you to go to when you get the book, I want you to go to part three, and it says, My Journal Writing, Journey Forward, Your Roadmap to Consciousness. Part three is what makes you begin to become aware of what's been going on while you've been living it. Until you know that, well, until you know that, you won't be sure-footed going forward. Well, tell my listeners one more time, because that's a good place to end it. But tell my listeners one more time where they can find you, all the, all your websites, just self-promote self to the fullest. Yeah, it's uh, Linda Deer, and you can see my name right there on the, on the screen, lindadeer.com. That's my website. Go to my website, and if you want to learn about how I, what the tool I use to to talk with the guides to communicate with them, then go to the nav bar that says about, and just go down about four down, and you're going to see ask the universal channel. That'll take you to my other website called Channeled Readings, and that th this is 34 years old now, since I since I developed this, since I have. Uh, since it's been in existence. And I even had, this is a fun little story I'll tell you. You can go there and, and, and find out about the story. It says right there on the homepage, the story of Ask the Universal Channel. It'll take you there and explain the whole thing to you. There's a guy in Texas. As soon as I brought this, uh, be, this became uh, available for purchase in 1989, I had a guy in Texas contact me. I was in California at the time. And he said, I, I uh, just bought your, Ask the Universal Channel Talking Board. He goes, and I had a guide come through by the name of, and he it, it's he he gave me the name. 
I said, spell it. He spelled it. And that is my primary name. In fact, the name guides, okay? He gave me the name of my guide. And I went, oh, my God. And so I channeled the guides and I said, why is, is it okay? I mean, how does that work where they come through? Do you come through for other people too? Are you cheating on me? <laughs> I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> what you go, you go and you spend your time with other people too. And I thought you were. Okay. So the whole point is you, your guide has a big job. They have, they have all kinds of different people that they, that they guide through their lives. Okay. Not just you. So that's important to remember. I didn't even understand that at that time until I got that phone call from that guy. It was the craziest thing. Okay. But it's what I needed to know. All these things come through when you need to know them. Exactly. And that's, I believe in fate and I believe in things happening for a reason. So I, right. I will 100% be looking into this myself, but... <laughs> All my listeners know where they can find, find me. Listen to the outro. Listen to the outro at the end if you really need to hear it again. But all my listeners who are truly devoted know where they can find me already. And tell your friend about the podcast. Like and subscribe wherever you're listening. YouTube, Spotify, Good Pods. Take your pick. Run every podcatcher out. Run, run, run every podcatcher out there. And then probably something you haven't heard about. But we're out there for all of it. So until then, though. I want to thank Linda for coming on because it's been a truly mind-blowing episode and I can't wait for this to release. And by the time my listeners hear this, it'll probably be July. But still, stay cool and enjoy this episode in your nice AC car, please, on your way to work or something. So, <laughs> All right, Jeremy. But until next time, we thank we're going to thank Linda one last time and say have a good one, listeners. And hopefully by the time you listen to this, I have a lot more in the works, which I have things in the works, but... There'll be a lot more that works by then, hopefully. Have a good night, everybody. And see you in half a week, listeners. You can find me on Facebook as Jeremy Bryant, or you can find me as Uncensored, Unapologetic, and Untamed UQ Podcast Collective group, Facebook group. You can find me on Twitter and the Instagram as at JuggaloBastard, or should I say X now? And you can find me on TikTok as at Bastard Podcast. You can also find me on YouTube as Paranormal New Normal. And you can also find me streaming on YouTube as Blind Knowledge Network, because all knowledge is blind until they admit Bigfoot exists.